Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is, is it Monday? Today is Monday, June 12, 2023. Uh, we are uh, now in the middle. Basically, we're in summer here in Crystal Lake. Uh, and um, what little tenuous grasp I had on what the day of the week actually was is even further removed because I just got back from a trip. Kids are off their normal routine. New routines are kind of starting up. But you know what? We'll get it all sorted out by the end of the hour. Um, yeah, and we'll do an unboxing. Today we got a box package from Adidas. Um, I don't know. I shook this box and I was like, the first time I shook, I'm like, this doesn't feel like shoes inside. But then now I'm like, maybe it is shoes. I don't know. We'll see what it is. But before we get to any of that, let's say hi to everyone listening on the podcast on the audio-only version. You guys had a bonus episode today. Um I wouldn't say an exclusive, but you got the first release. Uh, the interview that I did with Emma Bates, it was a short one, 12, but she talks kind of fast. I talk kind of fast. So it was kind of like a 30 minute conversation, but the way the speed that we talk, it was a 12 minute conversation, but you guys got that first in the audio only version uh, yesterday or two. Yeah. Yesterday night. And then today, this morning, it was over on the Kofuzi run club channel um, as the first video ever posted to that channel. Um, there's been lots of podcasts, lives that are recorded and then broadcast, like you can watch them later on demand. But that was the first like standalone, not live video on the channel. And so you guys got the bonus. And for everyone else who had didn't listen to that already, you can go and check that out. Maybe not now, hang out for the, the live stream and then you can go check it out later. But anyway, for those of you guys who are listening, you know, hopefully I could do more stuff like that for you guys to reward you guys for being loyal audio only listeners and to make up for the fact that sometimes the games are a little bit visual oriented. And so that's a little something for you guys. Um, but hope you're having a good run as well. And for everyone watching this on YouTube later, but not live, you are looking, you are watching the number one running live stream to listen to while you're trying to figure out how many weeks it is before you have to start training for that fall marathon you got. So, uh, I think that I just saw somewhere yesterday or so that it was a hundred days from Berlin. So all you Berlin people, you guys are going to get going pretty soon here. I think it's about like 16, 15, whatever, seven times 15 or 14. I don't know. I can't do math, but good luck to you guys. All right. Let's see who we got, um, in the chat here today. Frank says, Track and field has been off the chain lately. Yes, it certainly has. Uh, Daniel Burton says three world records in track and field. What was the third? So, I mean, Faith had Faith Kipyega had the fifteen minute, fifteen hundred meter women's, and then did she also do a five thousand meter record? She had two records, right, and like two meets in a row. And I don't know what the third one was, but yeah, it's been it's been wild. Um, and Lou Klein says, uh, you know, the NCAA's also have been amazing. Um, I haven't really watched any of that. I have been watching some of the Diamond League races because here's how it goes. Oh, okay. Sean says it was the um, Jacob Ingerbitson, Jakob Ingerbitson, the um, two-mile world record. There you go. I do like watching that. He says he's so fun to watch, and I would agree with that, Sean. Uh, okay, so those are the three records. Yeah, I've been uh, – I'm behind a little bit, but I have YouTube TV. That's not, a, that's not a plug. It's not sponsored, although I wish it would be. So if YouTube TV, if you're watching – Let's talk about it. But uh, we cut the cord kind of, and instead of using Comcast, uh, which we still do, no, do we? Yeah, we still do Comcast for our internet, but we stopped using them for cable. Instead, I just do YouTube TV. Um, what's nice about it is you could just kind of like, 
I mean, I guess you could have done this on Comcast as well, but on YouTube TV, I just do a search for Diamond League. And so then it records whenever it is on TV. And so even if I can't watch it live, I still can go back and watch it later. And so that's been nice to do. Right now, I've been finishing up the Florence meet, which has been pretty good. So I'm behind a little bit, but I got like Rabat, Paris, they're all recorded and ready to go. So like, I'll be watching some of those soon. So it's been nice to catch up on meets that way. I don't think NCAAs... I mean, I don't have it set to search for that. I just wish it would kind of suggest stuff to me. That's what I'm hoping like the YouTube search algorithm can suggest stuff to me better to be like, hey, you like Diamond League. Do you want to watch NCAAs? But then again, I'm like, if NBC Sports like doesn't cover it, it's not going to be like on cable. So it's hard for me to like watch it. And I don't have subscriptions to all the other stuff. You know, do you guys? I don't know. Um, all right. Yeah, 1HP says, you know, it's unlimited DVR on YouTube TV. Yeah, that's nice about it. And you can watch it from anywhere, you know? And you can download stuff, too. So if you have a long flight, you can do that, you know? Um, all right. We got a couple of things. Today is Monday. So um, if you got your PRs from over the weekend, let me know about it. We got one here already. Schumann fan says, a PR. Uh, my husband ran Tunnel Marathon yesterday. 18-minute PR from 358 to 340. That's awesome. I think one of my friends, my friend that I ran tunnel marathon with the first time, my friend, Greg, um, he lives out, he lives out in Seattle and I stayed with him when I was out there for it. Um, he ran it again, uh, as well. He, he invited me to run it with him and I wanted to, but I just, I didn't know what my schedule was going to be like in June. Um, and then by the time I like figured out that I could go, it was already sold out. So I couldn't run it with Greg, but it looked like he had a good time. Uh, and congratulations for that PR. 18 minutes. That's gigantic. Um, and let's see. Um, we had another one. Let's see. We had a running shoe question. Uh, you know what? I, I, I got to work on it too. I'm, I'm changing up my to-do list situation. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm scrapping the idea of having a really nice like written to-do list because that just never happens. So I'm doing it electronically now. Um, but I, one of the things on my to-do list is to have a nice bumper, um, like a little video transition and a sound to better go with shoe review questions. But for now, we'll get to this shoe review question from the Sleeve Singer. Shoe review Q&A time. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that, that does make me laugh, but I don't think that's the right sound. But anyway, Sleeve Singer wants to know, did you ever do a 100-mile stocking ride 15 video? I'm curious because you mentioned in your first impression that it reminds you of a stability disguised as neutral. Um, yeah, I did not do a Saucony ride 15, uh, 100 mile, and I probably won't review the 16. I do think that it is, um, slight stability built in there. I think a lot of Saucony shoes do have that. Um, and it, I just find myself not liking it because of that. And so like, eh, I don't remember if my first Saucony ride that I ran in was the 10 GTX. I loved that shoe. Uh, it was different foams, uh, and very different setup. It feels like. And I don't recall it having like that hint of stability in there, you know? And so like since then it went through many iterations and now we're on the 15 and I'm just like, I don't, I don't think I like that shoe. It's not for me. It's firmer than I like. I know like Emily Heller loves that shoe. She loves 15. She loves 16, but it's just not for me. And I don't think I'm going to review it because after all, like she also likes stability shoes too. So, you know, that's the thing. Um, all right. It looks like, uh, Tales of Mileto had one too. Let me see. Um, all right. 
if I missed it, all right. If I missed it, if I missed your PR, put it in there again. I'm sorry to make you repeat yourselves, but let me see. Um, who got something? Richard Wilson says, my news is I did my first 100 miler. Awesome. Hmm, it's a cool moon. Depths of the pain cave. Walk the last 60 miles, but you got it done. Awesome. That's great work. Good job, Richard. That's a nice high um, mileage PR. 100 mile. I don't know. I think that my limit is like sunset. Like once it gets dark, I just don't want to be running. I think I'm done. So kudos to any of you guys who are doing 100 mile races. I'm never going to get fast enough to do a hundred mile race from like sun up to sundown. I don't think a lot of people are that fast. Um, so I, I, I'm, you know, the more I think about it, the less I think that like a hundred mile race is in my future, but like sun up to sundown like that. I could, I, I think I can handle, I can handle that, you know, <laughs> um, Rajkumar Rajinji says, coach K fantastic boulder runners weekend and superb. I'm a Bates interview. You rock. Well, thank you so much. Um, yeah, that was more of like a traditional interview um, because I did play the game Name That Shoe earlier with Lindsey Flanagan and Sam Long that day. And I didn't want to play Name That Shoe twice in a row. But I think maybe that could have been fun. I just feel like it's not fun to play Name That Shoe without you guys here to help and give some incorrect answers and correct answers too. So I'm like, uh, uh, I feel like, you know what? We'll do a regular interview. So that's what we did. I'm glad that it worked out. I'm glad you guys liked it. Um... Eric Paramount says, is this a clean Adidas or embargo Adidas? I don't know. I just checked through my email. I don't think that Adidas has sent me anything that's under embargo. So if it's whatever is in here, I'm going to show you guys. Unless it's like, you know, if it's like the next Prime X or if it's the next Adios Pro, then I don't know if I can show you that. And I'd have to double check. I mean, I guess I could just show it to you guys. And then if I get in trouble, I'll take the video down. But because not because I'm going to blatantly break an embargo. I never break embargoes on purpose. I just sometimes they get like mentioned to me verbally and I just forget things. When things are in writing that I could search for like in my email, then it's easy for me to figure out. So we'll see ultimately what it is. Uh, 308 Bar says, Hi, Co. With a high volume running schedule like yours, how do you manage? injury and recovery do you just keep on training on a 90 schedule do you rest and recover before training again thanks um the way that i do it is the 90 schedule gives me lots of recovery in between like harder sessions and something that i've been doing now until basically just today is i've been doing all easy running because i've been i did like multiple marathon training blocks in a row i felt like my body needed some rest so we did like from boston until now it was just all easy running i think i did two fart legs because i had to test some speed shoes but they were like light fart, like two minutes on, one minute off um, at thresholdish pace or effort anyway, or kind of ended up being closer to marathon pace, sometimes slower. So, I, you know, I just make sure that when you, after you hit a peak, that you let yourself hit a valley as well. And that's what your body can do to recover. But, you know, my easy days are very easy. And so, like, um, if you're not feeling up to that next session, that's your body telling you, like, hey, you maybe you need to hit hit the easy days a little bit easier. So that's kind of the one of the things I do. That being said, um, my left foot has been bothering me a little bit. Uh, and I thought that maybe it was an Achilles problem. And I didn't think it was plantar fasciitis. But then I started thinking, well, where the, like, the, the foot hurts. So imagine if this is my foot. These are the toes. If this part is the arch and this, the palm, like the butt of my hand is the heel. It hurts 
right where the heel meets the arch. Um, and I think that means that's plantar fasciitis. So I might have plantar fasciitis. So I don't know. I think I got to do some, I think it's because I have my um, ankle is very stiff on the left side. And so I think it's related to that. So I'm going to do some mobility work, some strengthening exercises on that. And so that's kind of like the way that I feel like I stay healthy is like once things start to bother me a little bit, try to figure out, all right, there's an imbalance somewhere. How do I fix the imbalance? I'll manage the symptoms in the interim, but like I really got to fix the source. So that's kind of how I think about that. Um, all right. There was another one. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Rajkumar Rajinji says, Coach K, curious here. When you are on runner's weekend, do you still have your eight-hour sleep when you get up? Thanks. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, when I'm traveling, I normally don't get eight hours. Um, I'll, when I'm in heavy training, I try to get at least seven. Um, but realistically, I'm getting. If I'm getting seven, that's a pretty good night for me. I know that's not a lot. It's not enough. Um, and it usually means that I'm really tired in the middle of the afternoon. And sometimes I accidentally fall asleep. If you give me a minute to sit like on a couch. Um, but when it's like for runner's weekend, I think I got, I got more sleep during this week than I normally do like on a running trip. But like a lot of times when it's like the calendar's really full, like it was in Boulder, you know, it'll be like five hours of sleep, maybe, you know, that's just what happens. So then by the time I'm done with the trip, I'm exhausted um, because not only have we been talking to people the entire time, usually you're kind of celebrating too. You might go out in the evenings um, and you're not sleeping that well because you're getting up early to get in a run-in before you do everything else in the day. And then there's travel involved and you're not eating quite right. And so I'm pretty exhausted by the time I get back from a trip. It took me until like this last night to start feeling somewhat normal again. And I got back like three days ago, four days ago, you know. Um, Eric says, yeah, the Boulder weekend vid was great. Looked like fun times. Nine weeks until Leadville 100. Whew. That's good for you guys. <laughs> I don't know if I could ever have, you know, whenever I, like running up at mags, which is like 8,300 feet, I'm like, I can't imagine people running at like above like the tree line, 12,000 feet, 14,000 feet. That's just mind boggling, mind boggling. Um, uh, Louis says, you know, for that 12 minute video, he's like, I don't know, Cole, but you can definitely go more than 15 minutes. Your guests look like they're having fun and are comfortable speaking. So good news is, um, on that. Well, thank you very much, Louis, for that. Um, one of the things is I thought I only had a 20 minute block with Emma, so I didn't want to take up the whole time and I didn't want to make her late. I'm, I don't, I don't know what, how much time I actually had. I think I probably had more time than I wanted, but I also was just like, She's going to be talking to people all day. I want to ask a couple of different questions and I don't want to, I'm, I'd like to think that I've evolved in my interviewing kind of like style beyond like just zany left field questions. I do want to know what cereal she likes, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but like, you know, that's, that could be fun for like rapid fire questions filler, but like, you know, I really only had those couple of things that I wanted to ask her about. Um, and then like, she still can't talk about her fall marathon that much yet. So like, well, we did, we did learn a little bit more about it in the broader Q and a event that she held. Um, although still, everything still has to be very vague, but, um, yeah. So it's just like, mm, uh, maybe later there'll be more to talk about later, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, but the good news is I did have a chance to sit down with Sydney, get a day. That conversation. I haven't checked to see what the total runtime is on it. Um, is going to be a little bit longer than 12 minutes though. And then the conversation I had with Laura Thweet is much longer. 
um, that's probably going to be closer to 30 minutes. But, you know, um, I was telling, talking to my wife about it. And I was thinking that like, you know, I, I, I think I'm still kind of in the mode of uh, direct examination of a, of a witness. You know, like some people like to let their witnesses just ramble on and on. And I think that's a disservice from a trial courtroom tactics perspective. And so you got to get in and get out, um, get your witness to say what you need them to say and then get them off the stand kind of thing. Be efficient with the jury's time. And I still think I have that mentality. So it's like, uh, is there more I could have touched touched on in terms of s subjects? Probably. But the main things that I wanted to talk about, we did. And I was like, I like where we're at. Let's call it a day there. So that's kind of what I did. I guess I need to work on that a little bit more too. And it's not a direct examination. So I got to stop treating it that way. But the thing is, I would always coach people that I was either had as clients when I was a, a consultant or the students that I taught is that, you know, you guys treat your um, direct examination witnesses like a late night talk show where there's a, a nice conversation to it. So I don't know. I think, I think I'm doing okay. Maybe I got to work on it, but hopefully I have more opportunities for athletes to be patient with me and let me interview them. Not so super long form, but longer than like a couple of questions after a race. I'm, I'm, I think I'll have some more opportunities that way. All right. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? Um, uh, Eric wants to know, what's the next race after Petrie? That's a good, that's a good question. Um, I'm not sure. So uh, I'll, I'll know more after Petrie. And it's a long story. I talked to Thomas and Megan about it a lot. Um, they have some thoughts on it. But um, I'll tell you guys more once I have it kind of like figured out. I'm going to make a decision after Petrie. But it's looking likely that I won't be running that 50K that I was talking about. Um, I may or may not. I don't know. I feel like that's a race that I can kind of sign up for at the last minute if I still want to do it. Um, but depending on what's coming after that, I don't know. Um, I can talk. I can tell you that I will be going to Europe this summer. Um, but some of the other final details, like I still am hammering out. So that'll be exciting. I, will, I won't be going there to race, but I will be going to Europe. Um, so that'll be really exciting. So that could be the next time I see you guys. And then I'll see you guys um, for sure in Chicago. I had some really good conversations with ASICs while I was out there. Did I tell you guys this on Friday? Good conversation with ASICs on Friday. Um, pizza party is going to be, pizza party is on. we got to finalize some details on that, but we're like, yeah, let's do the pizza party again. We're going to do another pizza shirt. So Thomas had one on this weekend i brought mine this weekend um some of the japanese media that came over uh to boulder they were like where do we get that t-shirt i was like uh I, I, it, it was available at chicago marathon i was like if you guys come to chicago marathon in fall we're gonna have another one so you can get some then i was like i don't know if you guys are planning on coming to chicago for the marathon so that's that's kind of um my, my schedule is Peachtree, europe details to follow and then the next race, I'm, you know, I still might hop in a 5K. That one that I did last year, I have my 5K PB in. Um, but for sure, I'll be racing. Well, for sure, I'll be at Chicago. There'll be events. I'm not sure. I have a bid for Chicago, but things things are fluid right now. We got to figure out some 
stuff. <laughs> Sorry to be vague, but I just don't know yet. Um, all right. Matt Byer says box time. Oh, he said it. he got a meeting in 10 minutes. All right. Let's get to the box. All right. This box is from Adidas. Uh, every time I shake it, I'm not sure if there's shoes in it. It doesn't feel like it's something in a shoe box, but like it's kind of the weight of shoes. We'll see. I wasn't expecting anything from Adidas. That's the thing. So that's why I'm not sure. It, it is a shoe box. Uh, let me let me take a look at it first, just to make sure it's something I can show you guys. Oh, I can show this to you guys. Yeah, they sent me a pair of. Adios eight. Come on, focus, focus, focus. We're going to get focus on this camera. I did this earlier to the camera and it seemed to work. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this camera. Adios eight. Light Strike 2.0, Light Strike Pro, pink stuff on the bottom. This could come in handy. Today for my workout, I um, used the Takumi Sen. I did some 400, well, kind of like 400 meters. I wanted to do it on a soft surface, I did, but I didn't want to go to a track. So I did 90 seconds on, 90 seconds off at about 5K effort. Um, Takumi Sen were great, but also I feel like the Audios 8 also could be really good at that too. This upper is pretty much see-through. Similar material as the Kumi-sen. Uh, frankly, I'm not sure why this shoe continues to exist when the Takumi-sen exists. But the best way to answer that question is to put some miles in the shoe and figure out. So that's what it is. That's what it is. My other guess was going to be um, Boston 12. Or it was going to be um, some stuff to get ready. Like some maybe like some peach tree road race swag to get ready for Peachtree, but like, this'll do, this'll do, nice. Mm. Mr. Marino says, oh snap, nice nice color. Pink, those energy rods? Uh, these don't look like energy rods to me. I don't, you know, I haven't really been following the audio since like number five. Um, so, uh, I don't think this has rods in it. I think it just has like, it's not LEP, the linear energy propulsion or whatever they have that's in the Boston. But it kind of, it looks like it starts down here. It goes through the middle of the foot. I could see underneath this slot here, that same color. And it looks like it comes around the outer edge. So it's doing like energy rod type things, but the shoe's really light. It's still heavier than the Takumi Sando, at least holding it in hand so i don't know i don't know graham says it's the torsion system yeah that's what i'm thinking it is um so hopefully it's nice and snappy we'll see cosmic pineapple michael says it's a takumi sen for people who don't want carbon well the takumi sen doesn't even have carbon in it right because it's the plastic composite right that's why there are energy rods not carbon rods I don't know. Eric says it's the Adidas Torsion Strudel. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Um, C-Town Fan says, what do you think of the Bostons? Uh, I wasn't. You guys have asked me about this before, too. I wasn't going to review the Boston just because I'm like, fool me once with the Boston 10. Um, what's that one? Shame on you. And then fool me twice, Boston 11, shame on me. 
I was like, fool me three times, Boston 12. The thing is, you're not going to fool me three times. Um, but everyone seems to really like it. And they say the Light Strike 2.0 is nice and that the, the um, increased amount of Light Strike Pro is nice. So like if they're finally it's come back. So I don't know. I'm going to reach out and see if I can get it. Maybe I'll run the, maybe I'll race Peachtree in these in the Adios 8. And then if that goes well, I'll ask for a Boston, you know, for um, marathon training for the fall. I don't know. So we'll see. Um, I'm curious. I'd say let's try out the Adios 8 first. See if that Light Trek 2.0 really is as good as they say. And then we'll see if we can go back to the Boston. I'm, I really want the Boston franchise to succeed, but like 10 and 11 were just so not good. So, yeah. Uh, Kevin wants to know, is Adidas ever going to make a soft stack energy, soft max stack recovery shoe? Seems to be the only shoe missing. See, you know, everyone complained that boost was dead for so long and that the ultra boost like three, 1.0 to 3.0 weren't real running shoes, but like that's exactly what they need right now. I mean, I've done like half mar up to half marathon, maybe 15 miles in like ultra boost, like 3.0, like the parley when parley first came out. And I felt like they were real comfy for like easy everyday running. Um, maybe I should buy another pair. Cause I still think they make those and see if I still like it. Um, but like the ultra boost is it, but like the way that like UB 21 or UB 23, whatever number they're on now, I don't like the way that they're implementing boost uh, in that one. I don't like how it, it feels like if it's more than a 10 millimeter drop, it just feels too aggressive and there's not enough boost in the forefoot. So that's why Calvin, you don't think that there's a soft max sack recovery shoot, but that's what the ultra boost was supposed to be. Um, and so like that other one, the giant one, uh, that's not soft. I don't think I didn't run in that one, but I don't think it's a soft shoe. Um, it's just a tall shoe, but not a tall and soft. So I don't think that's it. So, I mean, I keep hoping that one day that the Ultra Boost is going to right the ship. But I don't know. I feel like it's gone down a path and it's, there's no turning back. You know what I mean? Um, Mandy Paria LeBlanc says, will you be in New York City this year? Yes. I will not be racing, but I will be there. Um, I'm hoping to do kind of like what I did in Boston where I, like, I could work with a couple of different brands, do like panels do um group runs do all that kind of thing uh i just won't be running the race instead i'm going to chasing the pros around and do some filming like i did two years ago so i feel like that's kind of i, I ran it last year i'm good uh now i want to like actually see some of the pros do some running because so, i feel like i haven't done that in a little while although i guess i did it in houston january so um but that's what i'll be doing uh so but but i will be there and hopefully we'll have a lot of fun stuff uh to do in the fall um Kyle says, any idea of schedule for Peachtree? I'm out of town the weekend before, but would love to join the Confusion Run Club. So uh, nothing finalized yet. There will be a live stream live that we're going to do at one of the running stores. And then there's also going to be a group run. Um, I think it's going to be like an Adidas group run and Confusion Run Club is going to be there too. I don't know if I'm like leading, leading it, you know, like I lead some other ones. Um or if it's going to be more like, like, I remember in Boston, like it was Puma event and there was like a bunch of people there and they were just like, can you come and bring Kofuzi Run Club? And I was like, okay. So sometimes it's, I'm the headliner. Sometimes I'm not, I'm not sure, but I'll be out there. Drew Whitcomb will be there. 
I think, I don't know if Tommy's coming. Tommy Runs might be coming. He asked me where I'm staying for a hotel. I'm like, I haven't booked one yet. Um, so hopefully Tommy's coming out too. But on that note, we're going to play Name That Shoe again on Wednesday. And I, for those of you that watched the Boulder Boulder, I said next time we play Name That Shoe, we're going to bring Tommy Runs on. Tommy's kids got a dentist appointment on Tuesday, so we're going to move Name That Shoe to Wednesday. And it's going to be an extra, extra hard version of Name That Shoe for Tommy. So he's going to be on here on Wednesday, so we'll have him back. So, yeah. Uh, JC says, what shoe for a one-mile race? Trying to for a sub-six? Takumi-san 8, Endorphin Speeds, Rocket X, and Vapor Flyer options. Other suggestions? I would go with the Takumi-san 8 for that. I'm assuming it's a road race because you didn't list any spikes on there. Um, although, like, do most do most normal humans need a spike for a mile race? It's kind of a long distance to wear spikes. Uh, I like the Takumi Sen 8. Vaporfy is pretty much always a good choice for stuff. Um, the Rocket X, I think, is a good workout shoe because I'm assuming you're talking about Rocket X 1 is a good workout shoe. I'm not sure that I want it for a race, although it is really nice and lightweight. Endorphin Speed, I think it's a little bit too on the spongy side for something where you're going to try to race a mile so you know um cv76 says i should get electron microscope and make it electron microscope hard <laughs> yeah well here's the thing here's why here's why tommy would deserve that when we played name that shoe with sam long and Lindsay flanagan i had an ipad so they could look at it too since they were going to be in the room with me and not looking at a screen so I had all these pictures on the ipad and i had tommy there to make sure that they didn't do any extra swiping because then they could cheat and see where it was so i was like tommy can you hand this ipad to them and just tell them they could pinch to zoom if they want to zoom in for whatever reason but they can't swipe just don't make sure they don't swipe it's like okay but apparently what tommy had done was he had zoomed in on some of the shoes to make it even harder. So I was like, all right, well, you're going to get a hard one when you're on there. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, Calvin Hong says, you got to make a name that shoe upper thread count. Yeah, that'd be hard. That'd be hard. Uh, and Cobalt Blue says that the New Balance made a road shoe for racing the mile. Yeah, they did. That was like, I feel like that was the first carbon plated shoe that wasn't like a marathon shoe that came out for a while. Um, it was intended for, was it still called the 1500? It was called something or the 1600. I forget what it's called. Um, but yeah, that's an aggressive one. I don't think most normal people can race in that. Um, yeah, but it's a good one. JC said, yes, it's on the road. And he's talking about erotic X one. Yeah. I'll go to the Takumi sign for that one. Oh, Adam says, you got to get the Saucony Sinister. That's an interesting shoe. Have you tried that one, Adam? Do you have it? I know you were excited about it. I'd be interested to hear what you think. Um, and then Christian Perez says, since you're not running New York City, are you running Chicago this year? First time running it this year. Um, I have a bib. Um, I'm debating whether or not. I don't think there's a way to defer. Um, I've run it five times. But I would really like to chase the pros around for that race too, since I've never done that for Chicago. I just have to think if it's like, I'll have to see. We'll have to see. I'm not sure. But I will definitely be there all weekend long. We've been doing a lot of activities. Um, so if you guys can, make sure, come in on Friday. Don't just come in like Saturday, the night before. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, cause we're going to, we're going to have like a weekend full of activities, stuff we can do and hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank says he's going to get the sinister when it's on black Friday when it's $60. You think it'll go on sale like that? I don't know. Oh, cobalt blue. Yeah. The 50 is a fuel cell 5280, which makes sense. 5280 50, feet. Things have been discontinued. That was that was an aggressive shoe. I never tried it. Never tried it. Um, Shannon says, "Whoa, Co not doing Chicago would be sad. I would still make a really fun video, and I would still be there and like super participating. I just might not do it with a bib on. I think it'll depend on two things: um, who's racing, pros wise, and um, if I can get um, media credentials. So if I can do those things, so I'm gonna not. I'm not gonna like, you know." cancel or whatever you would do to tell them that you're not racing um i might even still go to pack it pick up to pick up the bib you know what i mean i just might i'll just probably i might be a dns it'll be kind of a last minute decision it also kind of depends on some other things that are happening this summer that i've been already vague about but it's a long story but like after fourth of july i'll have a better idea of kind of all that stuff so Frank says, it would be fun game to have Tommy blindfold Cohen put shoes on him and see if he could identify them just from the feel. I mean, I feel like that is that is a very fun game and I've played it with Running Warehouse. So when I went out there, uh, she, uh, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but it was a long time ago. Um, it was for the Bondi 8 launch. They did a launch event uh, with Running Warehouse down in San Luis Obispo. Um, and I went down there and um, it was a game that we cooked up with Connor it's like, where else can you go where you can like literally walk and pick any shoe in the world um, and then blindfold someone? But so when we played that game, um, we just walked down. The, we like brainstormed a list over lunch and then we walked through the aisles of Running Warehouse and we're just like looking like Connor could like type punch it up in the computer and it'll tell you what aisle and stuff it would be on. But like it looked like we were just like robbing the place because we had to just have this found. A, we just grabbed a cart and just started like pulling shoes off the rack and had a stack of shoes um, that we could try. And then he also like grabbed a pair of gooders and colored them in with a Sharpie. So you couldn't see. Uh, and we played the game. It had to go to lightning round because both of us played, you know? Um, and so we had to, so we knew like the, the universe of shoes to pick from, but like, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Um, and I think that he, I was like, you got to keep this going. This is a fun game. You got to keep, playing this game with other people and i think when believe in the run went out i think i don't think i saw the video i saw it went up but i didn't see it you can never tell when running warehouse videos come up they like shoot them and then like eight months later it'll come out um but they played that game with i think they played it with widefoot Jarrett. i think they played it with megan i think they played it with docs of running david I'm not sure who else they played it with i don't know if drew Whitcomb played i don't know i think they played it with a bunch of people it's a very fun game it's hard but I enjoy it. But that's 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 running warehouses game, you know. Mm. JC says someone suggested a while back identify a shoe just by the laces, like remove the laces from the shoe. You think, or like put the lace like picture of the laces on the shoe? That would be hard, because like I mean I guess like you'd have to know the colorways really well. Hmm. Hmm. And Karina Pena, another, I guess is a running shoe question. 
Should we do the sound? Running shoe Q&A. Yeah! <laughs> uh, wants to know uh, their thoughts or review of the Brooks Glycerin 20. I think I made a review video of the Glycerin 20. I didn't love it. Yeah, I had the... Um, yeah, this is gl glycerin twenty. Yeah, I had the I bought the stealth fit version because I like the knit uppers that Brooks does. I actually think they do a really good job. Um, I just didn't love this midsole, the DNA Loft version three. I had really high hopes for it. They talked about it a ton at TRE, um, last December, and and just I I don't feel like the way people describe it and the way Brooks describes the shoe. And the way the shoe feels for me is totally, there's like a disconnect. I, I don't, I don't understand. I wish I knew what other people felt when they say they love the glycerin. I just don't get it. it to me, it felt like a little bit flat, a little bit firm. Um, I just, mm, my feet didn't like being in them. So I, I don't love that shoe, but I know it works for a lot of people. Just not, not me. Mm. Yeah, Frank says, as far as playing a name that shoe by the laces, he says, there really aren't a lot of distinctive laces. Alpha Fly would be the only one I could get. I think that there are more distinctive laces than you think. But it's, it's, it's making me think about maybe we should play that game. But I don't know. The hard thing is my shoes are all dirty, so the laces are all disc, slightly discolored. And also sometimes the way that I shoot, uh, colors are a little bit distorted from real life sometimes. With my, it may, mainly it's a lighting issue, um, so that can make the game extra extra hard. But I feel like I don't know, like some shoes, like Primex Strong, Metaspeed Sky, like Solomon, like the Boa laces, like that. They're very distinctive. That could be fun. Caesar Zogby wants to know Adios Pro Four this year and Primex Two this year. I think that they're coming out this year. I hope that they're coming out this year. I think that the Audios Pro 4, and I don't think I'm violating any embargoes when I say this, I think that the Audios Pro 4 is going to be a little bit delayed from when it came out last year. Last year, it came out in July. I think it's going to be like late July, early August at the earliest. That's my sense. Um, and then Primex 2, I have no idea on time frame, but I did wear a Primex 2 in, uh, at TRE. I don't think I can tell you anything more than that. So like a shoe exists, whether it's ready, um, whether they've made enough, I don't know. So I don't know if there's any release schedule for that one. CCM man wants to know, how do you filter all the shoe choices? Um, it's, it's easier because I think about what do I want to do that day? Um, and then I can go from there. And then if there's too many to pick from, then I'll try to figure out like, all right, which one is closest to 100? So then I'll start like heavily using a certain shoe in the rotation, like much more frequently to focus in on that, to make sure I get to that hundred mile mark quickly. Cause I don't like to do like four or five new shoe videos in a row. Ideally for me, it'd be like two new shoe videos and then a 100 mile update, two more new shoes than, you know what I mean? So like a little bit of what's, what's on deck. And so the task dictates the shoe choice and then of those shoe choices the mileage and review purposes dictates which one gets emphasized or de-emphasized you know 
Calvin Huang is all like trying to get me in trouble. He says, breaking, these shoes exist. I don't think that's new. I mean, Thomas has been talking about Primex 2 for how long? He's been talking about since TRE. You know, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Daniel Burton says, name that sock. That could be fun. You know, I think that, you know what? Here's another game that we'll play. We'll play name that logo. We'll try to figure out logos of running brands without their word marks, just like the picture part. So I might have to like, you know, do some Photoshopping a little bit, but like this one would be too easy. Like these three diagonal stripes, you know, that'd be easy. A swoosh would be easy, you know, but like, I don't know. Uh, like, I guess is Roca the glasses? They're only a word mark, right? There's no symbol, but I try to find ones brands that have like a symbol and not a, you know, or like, um, or name that graphic. Cause I was looking at like the path projects collab shirt with believe in the run. Um, the mountains that they made. I'm like, that's an interesting graphic. Would you be able to recognize that as being either path or believe in the run without seeing the whole thing together? You know, that might be, I think maybe that's the next game. Name that logo or name that graphic. Yeah. I think so. Cobalt blue says, yay. Name that logo. Okay. There we go. Mike C. I like this idea. Name that silhouette. Oh, okay. So then I'll put him on uh, in the studio. I'll do the lighting. I'll backlight it. So that way you only see the silhouette. Hmm. Okay. And then we got another one from Calvin. Name that shoe based solely on stack and drop. Oh, goodness. That'd be impossible. The hard thing about that is, is like, uh, people get conflicting information all the time. And so like, I think Sam over at road trail run measures his own stack height. And then Thomas will get stuff and believe in the run will have stack height information. And I'll be like, that's different. I feel like we're getting the same emails, but how is your numbers different than mine? They might be getting them earlier on in like the production process where, you know, maybe at the last minute they're like, all right, let's tweak it. Let's actually make it an eight millimeter drop versus a 10. So sometimes there's like differing numbers that exist out there. And so that that's where that game would be hard, you know? T Town Van says, name that runner by the shoe that they wear. That could be a fun one. Um, like I feel like a fun game to play would be um like if I spectate a professional race to be like um name that runner and show that only like a like a zoom in of just the shoe as they're racing. You know, I think that see there's a lot of there's a lot of fun ways to take this. So yeah. Um <laughs> uh, yeah. But like C-Town fans are like, you know, if you if you were like say Hoka, like then it would be Sage. No, I think I, you'd have to make it harder than that. Because like, I, I mean, I mean, I even think that like for most athletes, well, hopefully for most professional athletes, like you would at least be able to go the other way around. Be like, all right, like Grayson Murphy. Sock, you know, you'd be able to guess what's the brand, you know, hopefully you could at least do that. You know. Oh, one HP reminds me that we didn't do name that race with the course outline. Didn't we play that game once? I think we played it once before. Because I remember I thought I showed the grandmas. I think we played that game, but we could play that one again. That'd be fun. Oh, I like this one. I would have to find a way to get people people's pictures. Ah, M, where were you last week? This would have been a fun one to have when I was in Boulder. I can make everyone take their watch off and take a photo of their wrist. That would have been a good one. 
I gotta write that down. Hold on. See, I'm doing my new um name that watch band. I guess I could have typed things down before too, but now I'm definitely doing it. So that way I'll remember. Next time when there's a group of people together, I'm gonna do name that watch band tan. See if I can you guys can guess whose it is. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> Oh, JC said we played name that runner by their Strava training room. That's a hard one because you got to kind of figure out city, which athletes are actually on Strava. That's that was a hard one. That was a hard one. Hmm. Mm. Adams here he says I came late. Did we talk about the three world records in Paris? We talked about some world records in Paris. Were they? Were there? Wait, what are the three world records in Paris? It was the two mile Ingebrigtsen. 5,000 meter. Wasn't the 1,500 meter the week before? That wasn't in Paris, was it? I don't remember. I feel like the hardest game for us to play here would be like name that name that track athlete. <laughs> Can we just do that? Name that track athlete? I mean, like this person was the world was the world champion in the 100 meters last year. Name that. They have, this person has over 300,000 followers on Instagram. I could show you the person in their racing kit. I, I feel like most people wouldn't get it. I'm not sure that I would even get it. <laughs> I'm not a huge track. Like I don't follow track as closely as I do road marathons. That'll be a fun game. I think. <sighs> oh, okay. Paris. The two mile was Jacob. 5,000 with faith could be a gun. And then 3,000 was the steeple. Oh, I forgot about that. That's incredible. Can I mean... You know what you know what phrase I love to hear when uh, you hear the announcers at the Diamond League events. Whenever something good happens or there's a close race, the announcers lately—I don't think this has always been the case—but um, lately the announcers seem to be like really eager to congratulate uh, the race organizers, and they always say like the meeting organizers. They don't—they don't say the meet organizers. They say the meeting organizers. It sounds very formal. Like what event was I watching the other day? It was the, was it the 5,000? I think it was the 5,000 in Florence I was watching. And everyone was all, oh yeah, Mocha Tier 1. And everyone was all bunched, bunched up. It was crazy at the end. Was that the one that I watched? I think that's the one that I watched. Um, and such a close finish. Like everyone was in like three seconds, the entire heat. And then they were like, oh, that's the kind of thing that a meeting organizer loves to see. And then there was another race that were like, oh, this is a really exciting race. Congratulations to the meeting organizers for putting on such a good event and having such a good lineup. Just a weird, like as linguistic quirk that I was thinking of. Mm. Daniel Burton says that 3000 steeplechase men stood for 19 years. Dude, here's a, here's a question I got for people in the steeple as a steeple as a moderate steeple aficionado i've done one before um and i do enjoy watching the event something that i've been noticing recently and i think we got to end with this one because i got to go pick up my kids um my daughter's at cheerleading camp it's a weird time it's like 12 30 to 2 or 2 30 i'm not sure she doesn't know i'm not sure but i got to go there and make sure i'm there on time but um so I've been noticing that a lot of athletes for the water pit, when you think about athletes going over the water pit, they jump up 
onto the barrier and then jump over to try to hit as little water as possible. I've been seeing a lot of athletes lately just jumping over like it's any of the other barriers and landing a little bit deeper in the water. Is that new? Have people always been doing that? I just, that's just struck me as odd. I'm like, I feel like that's a great way to hyperextend a knee by doing it that way. But I mean, I'm not at an Olympic level or a Diamond League level steeplechaser, so I wouldn't know. But I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Anyone else see that? Mm, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to put a pin in that, maybe. Um. <laughs> when you're running 430 a mile, you could do that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But I was watching the women do it, and they're also running incredibly fast, but not 430 a mile. And it did look like they were still hitting a significant amount of water even when they did it. So I was just like, I don't know. I'm not sure, but I'm not going to judge whatever they're doing. They're doing it fast. So, all right. Um, I think it's a good place to leave it for today, guys. Um, tomorrow, I'm planning on doing a live stream, but I've also got some like um, chores I got to take care of. I got to move a fridge and a stove. Um, so I think I'll be back in time. I hope I'll be back in time. I'm planning on being back in time. But if I'm not, that's what happened. So hopefully I'll see you guys tomorrow. And hopefully I'll be able to get the on Cloud Surfer video after 100 miles up for you guys tomorrow. But We'll have to see. My nephew's here in town as well. Um, and um, he's staying with us for a couple of days for summer vacation fun. And also my in-laws are coming in today to hang out for a couple of days too. So like there's a lot of family stuff that's happening. So hopefully I'll get the videos out, but we'll see. If not, it'll be the next day. So um, until I see you guys again, be safe out to everybody. Thanks. Bye.